Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, I'm here following that dynamic and brilliant personality, Daryl Wood, with his Run to Win program, what insight you gain from listening to him for two hours. It is amazing. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And and I had so much fun with you guys the other day until I'm going to continue the same vein that I was going in. Yeah, I was dealing with biblical prophecy and uh, got some great answers from the uh, listening audience. So I'm going to do the same thing today, but also be open for your questions. Any questions you have about the Word of God are welcome here. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And we'd like to say hello to Mary, who no doubt is listening to this program, if she is a good wife, like I know she is. (laughs) She's going to call me, I bet you. She's going to call on the program when I said that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And what I'm going to do is continue the prophecy test, all right, with a question, uh, something that I want to know from you precisely and directly. But before I do any of that, uh, I've got a caller on the line already, Dan from Detroit. Let's see what's on Dan's mind. Hello, Dan. God bless you, Pastor Moss. I met you at Pastor Bogle's celebration. Oh, all right. Nice to nice to hear from you. Yes, sir. Uh, I wanted to. Could I ask you something off topic, or did you want me to stay on the topic? Oh no, no, no. You can ask anything you want, Dan, on this program. All always. Forget my challenge. We can always go back to it. What's on your mind? When uh, Jesus was on the cross and the devil tempted him, um, and. When Jesus said, uh, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Is it true that, uh, and I think I was taught this by the nuns, my father, I'm Catholic, that uh, Jesus absorbed all the sin that ever uh, was, is, and will be. And at that period when he was absorbing all that sin, God left his body, and he became a regular man at that instant. And 
you know, because God can't be where sin is. And at that point, he was a, a, a man like you and I, and that's when the devil recognized that and tempted him. And that uh, he was very uh, loyal to God and to all of us and absorbed all that sin as a man. And, and uh, at that period was, um, you know, God left his, his body, you know, soul, spirit temporarily. Can you expand on that a little bit? I'll hang up the loop. Well, no, I want you to hang with me, Dan. I'd like for you to listen. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I can listen on the air. I'm driving but, the big truck right now. It's not safe for me to. Okay. All right. Yeah. I got the phone holds up to my, my well, headset. Well, that's right. You got it. That's right. I'm sorry. You you just listen no, in. No, there. no, no. No need to apologize. Okay. But thank you so much for being here for us on the air, Pastor. All right. Thank you for calling. Yeah. You're welcome. I'll listen, I'll listen on the air. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I don't find anything in the Bible that supports that position. Um, uh, and needless to say, that didn't have to take place. Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man. So it's not that he became a man on the cross and then assumed deity again after that. Uh, no, what he said actually was a fulfillment of biblical prophecy over in Psalms 22 and verse 1. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? In other words, what he was doing is just bringing attention to the fact that he, as the God-man, was sacrificing his life on the cross for the sins of mankind, just as it had been predicted from him, of him. So we do need to realize that. Uh, and it's no way that God could have, to give you an even more exact answer, uh, because it's a question that has to be dealt with uh, biblically. Um, uh, we know that uh, Christ, or I'm sorry, that God did not leave him because of something that we read over in uh, 2 Corinthians. And here, let me find it for you, uh, where it talks about this again. Um, uh, in, in terms of what Jesus did on the cross, you know, it's elaborated, it's elaborated on many times in the Bible because it was so, uh, such an awesome thing uh, uh, that took place. That it says in Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 19, and this is what really helps to understand it, Dan. Second Corinthians five nineteen, to wit, that God was in Christ, okay, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation, right? So in other words, when Jesus died on the cross for our sins, God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. It wasn't that God left him. No, that wasn't necessary. The God-man okay, suffered, and God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself. We want to make sure that we're clear about that because the Muslims criticize us by saying that we believe that a, a man, uh, that one man could pay uh, for the sins of the world. We've never said that. The God-man, Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man, is the only one who could take the sins of the world away. And so God was in Christ, didn't, he didn't have to leave him at that point for something to, uh, to happen. And the Bible does not support that view. All right, thank you for calling. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. 
And all of you out there in Radio Land, say a little prayer for Luke, this young guy always working so hard. Well, he, he just got a bad cold today, yet he's in here working. I'm looking at him. He's, he's, he, he's laughing now, but he, he kind of had a little frown on his face. So all you guys remember to pray for him. I'm not going to even bother him to say anything <laughs> because he says he just can't handle that, but he sure can handle the technical side of this program. So if you've got any questions about the Word of God, about theology, about Christian living, then give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And here is my challenge question coming from the realm of biblical prophecy and eschatology today. This is my question. When does the Bible say that the devil will be in hell? When will the Bible say that the devil will be in hell? That's my that's a question, but I want to give a handicap to you with that particular uh, question. Oh, no. You know, Pastor Moss doesn't ever want to make it that easy for you. So over in John chapter 12 and verse 31, here is another passage, okay? Where, when does uh, the devil go to hell? And what does it mean in John 12, 31, where it says this? It says, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Mm. What was meant when it said the prince of this world will be cast out? And when does the Bible say that the devil will be in hell? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. We've got three lines open, but one of, and the, but the fourth line is already has a caller, and that's Jenny from Brownstown. How you doing, Jenny? I'm doing good. Were you talking about me earlier or somebody else? I'm always talking about you. What do you mean? Um, at the beginning of the program, I, I wasn't, I was on the phone. Oh, and um, anyway, but I wanted to, I, you said that I somebody might call um, that you'd heard before on the radio before. <laughs> so, and it was me. So it was you. <laughs> I, was, I was wondering if my ears were ringing. Could be. I'm, I can't confess to that, Jenny. Could be. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you okay, boy? You're like Joe Biden. You can't remember what happened. There you go. There you go. Ago. Where am I at? I don't know. Chicago. <laughs> I don't know, but that was funny. Anyway, um, you know, I just wanted to uh, respond to all this media panic that's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do it about everything. You know, all these, any of these viruses that comes along, the media just, just does craziness. Yeah. And, but I think in the Bible, I think there's a not fear for every day of the year. <laughs> well, well, I agree with you. Really, uh, you know, when the media begins to push, and, and they don't mean any harm. Uh, it's the story of the, uh, of the day. It's out there. Uh, and so when the media gets a hold of something, it gets put pushed out of proportion in people's minds. Definitely, we know what's going on. But, uh, you know, we've got flu, influenza, where we have more deaths than with this coronavirus. So you are right. The media, and it's not the media's fault, really. It's how we react to the media that causes it, you know. So, yeah, you're right. We just need to trust God. Uh, I'm just like you. Definitely, it's something to be concerned about, but not uh, uh, the kind of panic that we see going on. I, I agree with you on that. We need to just trust in the Lord and and, uh, and and hold our peace and pray and do whatever we can medically about it. Yeah, we we just have to stand on 
um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7, and um, a number of other places that talk about fear not. That's right. And, um, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen um, 10 minutes from now. Absolutely. we're still here, and yeah. <laughs> we love the Lord, and he'll take care of, he'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with you 100%, Jenny. That's good encouragement for us today. But I do, I disagree with you, though. I do blame the media for a lot of things. <laughs> but, um, you know. Well, um, what happens is, though, I are, never, I just don't fault the messenger. It's how the people take the message, you know. And for me, you know, Jenny, I'm where everything has to be based on evidence and logic. But when the uh, evidence is given and it's not enough and people go hysterical over it, because I've heard some, because uh, the media has put some people, like I listened to Dale's program, and uh, a lot of the doctors are, are trying to uh, quelch it a bit. They're saying, no, it's not as rough as you guys are, you know, uh, you know, don't get, yeah, right. get out of shape about it. So, But the real problem is is usins, you know, to say it. We just... Well, uh, I, bl- I mean the mainstream media. I don't mean the conservative um, talk shows and stuff they 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 really try to get it right but um you know anyway we have to trust every day in the lord and um you know people people need to to really keep in his word otherwise you'll be gullible and you'll believe anything you hear you're right says it's god before you uh anything if god is for you who can be against you and we've got to trust in the lord and then back to my old motto everything is based on evidence and logic and uh, sometimes amen. the, the so, truth will set us free, won't it? Amen. That's amen. right. So thank you, Pastor Moss. Thank you, Jenny. Good to have you back on this program as a regular caller like you used to be. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Let's continue. We've got callers on the line here. Let's go to Evan in Detroit. Hello, Evan. Hello, Pastor Emmy Moss. How you doing? Real good. Thanks for calling, sir. All right, long time listener, first time calling today. It's not pre-recorded. Happy I got you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is a call for the question you asked. Uh, yes. When is Satan cast into hell? Yes. All right, so if I'm not mistaken, I know he will be cast in prison for the millennium, millennium reign for the thousand years, but I believe it's afterwards, after the great battle of Armageddon, when he's cast into hell officially. So you say it's after uh, Armageddon? Yes. When after Armageddon? As soon as the battle is over? I would say it's, well, I would imagine so it is after the battle is over, but I know it takes place after the millennium reign. Okay, so you say it happens after the millennium. Which one? Now, you got to make up your mind, one or the other, Evan. You can't do both. So you're trying to be tricky. Uh-huh. I got you, brother. <laughs> no, no, you're dealing with Pastor Moss now, man. <laughs> is it after? Is it Revelation 19 or is it Revelation 20? Which one is it, buddy? Uh, I'm going to have to say it's after Revelation 20. After Revelation 20? Okay. And verse uh, okay, after Revelation, in other words, what you're saying is uh, after the uh, m- millennium, right? Yes. Well, let's go and see if you're right and if you're going to be a scholar for today. All right, it says. Okay. okay. And uh, here, now everybody got it. Evan. Evan trying to be slick. He's trying to be slick. He doesn't know. This is the Bible. This is the Bible talk program here. Um, notice Revelation 20 and 7 says, And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. Okay. 
and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. So that's the last battle that he's allowed to fight, Evan. So far, it looks like you might be doing pretty good. Let's see. Verse 9. And they went up on the breadth of the earth and compassed the camp of the saints about and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. Then verse 10, and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Evan, you are absolutely right. The devil is not cast into hell until Revelation chapter 20, verse 10. And that is when he is in Gehenna. Uh, You're right. Before that, he goes into the bottomless pit. But after that, he's released, uh, uh, and then he can tempt those on the millennium for the last time. That's the final dispensation. Then he goes to hell, proving that the book by Mary Kay Baxter, The Divine Revelation of Hell, where she had the devil in hell already, is a false document. You give, mm. give this man a, an applause. He is a scholar for today. <laughs> All glory goes to Christ. All right, making making Detroiters proud. That's Evan. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Now, Evan got it. Notice he was in the right area to answer it in terms of he knew somewhere in Revelation. You got two things that happened, which are interesting. First, uh, the devil goes into the bottomless pit. Okay, that's what happens at the end of the tribulation period. Okay, and so he kind of got those a little bit confused. Uh, but it's interesting. The bottomless pit is not hell. The bottomless pit is a place where there is uh, temporary confinement. Okay, it's only temporary confinement. Uh, uh, and when he's released out of there, he has one last chance. Okay, during the millennium, to uh, try to stir up mankind. When that fails, then he goes to the lake of fire, Gehenna where the beast and the false prophet already are. In fact, they've been there. Uh, the beast and the false prophet got into hell before the devil did. And when the devil gets there, then he's done uh, for, forever. And uh, that kind of dampens the, uh, the the teaching of some who don't believe in, uh, like the Seventh-day Adventists, don't believe in annihilationism. Uh, they don't believe that hell will last forever uh, and ever. They believe that you'll be annihilated in hell. Well, if that's the case, then uh, we know one thing, at least you're going to be burning there for a thousand years. And that's, uh, even with that, it's too long. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Denise, hang on. We're going to be right back with you. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than five 
$500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. So we find out, uh, looking at sacred scripture, that the devil uh, does not go into hell, uh, that's Gehenna, until the thousand-year uh, millennium ends. Uh, then finally he gets what's coming to him. However, there's something in the Bible that is interesting in terms of uh, what is said in St. John. Uh, and in chapter 12 of St. John, and uh, verse 32. And this is what it says. Uh, now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. Now, what does it mean where it says, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Who is the prince of this world, and what does it mean that he was cast out? Is this talking about him going into hell, or what? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. That's my question, but you might have a question or a direction you want to go in different from mine. And you can, as long as it's about the Bible, theology, apologetics, Christian living, it is welcome here. All you need to do is call area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Denise in Detroit and see what is on her mind. Hello, Denise. Hi, Pastor Moss. Hi. Uh, I believe that John 12, when it says the prince of this world, uh, 
as in, what is that, Ephesians 6, where it says that he is the prince of this world and the power, he has power in the air, and that we should take our armament against the devil. Okay, so you're taking us to Ephesians. And then, uh, Denise, I love your method, right? Scripture interprets Scripture. So you're using the analogy of faith, uh, which is what we must do. In fact, uh, we really cannot understand the Bible unless we have at least a comprehensive knowledge of it, which you're exercising by what you have just done, and taking us to Ephesians chapter 2, where it says in verse 1, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. So you're right. When Jesus died on the cross, the uh, prince is talking about is the devil. doesn't mean that he went into hell right away, but that his power was nullified completely by the action of Jesus Christ on the cross. Give Denise an applause. Uh, she got it. She is a scholarist for today. Wonderful job, my dear. Any, anything else on your mind? Yes, Pastor Moss. Um, when it talks about the ten virgins who were waiting on the bridegroom, uh-huh. and five were wise and five were foolish, is that applicable to now in the fact that we should be preparing ourselves for the uh, tribulation if we're still here or the difficulties that we're going to be facing leading up to the tribulation? Well, what happens is it, it is possible that we're dealing with that kind of scenario. Uh, uh, which passage Which uh, passage are you in? Um, I'm just remembering off the top of my head oh, about okay. five, the ten virgins. Uh-huh. And they wanted the five wives version to share their oil with them, and they refused to rightly so, and they had to go into the city and buy more oil, and they missed the bridegroom coming. Well, really what it seems uh, uh, is, is teaching. A lot of people draw, I would say, large um, uh, eschatological views out of it, when it might be as simple as just to the fact of um, the ones who did not uh, you know, prepare their lamps with oil... Uh, they were the ones who just, in other words, they weren't spiritually prepared. Yeah, we're over in Matthew chapter 25, and you're right, it's uh, very interesting. Uh, I've seen a, 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 some people use this in a prophetic kind of way, but it might be as simple as this, where it says in verse 25, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Now, of course, the symbolism is there, right? Bridegroom, I'm sure, yeah. sure is standing for uh, for Jesus, and then the virgins who are going to be married, that uh, definitely could talk about the Jews. It could be talking about the uh, church as well, the, the believers. Five of them were wise and five were foolish. Then it tells us what happens. Verse 3, they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. In other words, they did not prepare themselves, okay, for uh, for their Lord, okay? Uh, so I would say we could take that as just a general statement. We are supposed to prepare ourselves by fellowshipping, as it says in Hebrews chapter 10. We're supposed to be studying the Word of God. Uh, uh, since the Bible is uh, the inspired Word of God, useful for doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction, and righteousness. So uh, so that's what I think it's talking about. When it says oil, it doesn't necessarily mean something specific like the Holy Spirit. And that's what some want to say. Uh, they didn't prepare. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. 
while the bridegroom tarried, while the bridegroom tarried, that's Jesus, you know, we don't know when he's coming, so we're supposed to be ready for his coming at all times. They all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you, but go rather to them uh, that uh, buy and sell for yourselves. So in other words, the, the, the lesson here for all of us is to be ready when the Lord comes. Okay? You've got to get ready now because you do not know the day or the hour when he comes. So I would agree with, uh, with, with, with you in that explanation. It's possible to apply it for some other things. But when you strip it down, the message from there is be prepared. All right. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Denise. I appreciate that uh, question. That's a good one. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, looking at biblical prophecy and asking some questions from a test that I give in my prophecy class. Uh, here's another one. Here's an, Now, this is an interesting question. It is interesting. Uh, uh, it's, it's a question that is strange. Unless you're studying biblical prophecy, uh, we talk about pre-trib rapture. We talk about the uh, seven-year tribulation period. We talk about the Antichrist, right? And this question gets into d- dealing with the Antichrist. Number 10, this is the question. Orthodox Muslims will no doubt, now listen well to this, listening audience. Orthodox Muslims will no doubt be killed by the Antichrist. Listen to that. Now you're saying, Pastor Moss, what are you talking about? Hey, okay. Orthodox Muslims, there no doubt will still be Muslims on the planet during the tribulation, right? Will Orthodox Muslims will no doubt be killed by the Antichrist. Is that true or false? Orthodox Muslims will no doubt be killed by the Antichrist if they're here during the tribulation period. What do you think about that question? Give us a call, area code 866-423-9578. Do you think it's true? Do you think it's false? Going to go to Gary in Pontiac. Hello, Gary. Uh, thank you, Pastor Moss. Um, I'd like to talk about prophecy. Uh-huh. In Revelation the 13th, I'd like to read this. And in uh, verse 7, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power is given him to, unto him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If, many, if any man have an ear, let him hear. So there's a book called the Lamb's Book of Life. And then after the White, white Throne Judgment, in, verse, in chapter 20, it says, The sea gave up the dead which were in them, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the Book of Life was cast into the lake of fire. Do you think those two books are two different books or the same book? In terms of the book of life and uh, the white throne judgment? Yeah, uh, the land book of life in Revelation 13, Revelation 20 is the book of life. Well, I think that there's a, 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 book, a book of life where we know that the ones recorded there are going to be saved. Uh, but also, uh, there's a lot of books. The Bible says there were many books, and it doesn't identify which all of them were. But definitely, people will be judged out of the books. The righteous already, you know, your name is already written uh-huh. in heaven if, in fact, you're saved, according to uh, what we see over in Luke. 
and so uh, definitely that's so. At the same token, those who are going into hell, their names and their sins are recorded also. Yeah. So, yeah, there's more than one, uh, one book there. Uh, we, uh, as we can discern. Uh, even in Exodus, we see many books. So it's a, And then I believe that if we talk in terms of books, we're talking about records, that God keeps a complete record of everything that happens down here, Gary, uh, including the, uh, the good, the bad, and even goes so far as to even record the motive behind which you have done what you've done. A lot of people will think that I did all these things for you, Lord, and actually... Uh, God, since he's a God that knows your motive, finds out that what you did to other people may have looked like it was for God, but actually it was for yourself. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. The question that nobody answered yet because you guys are chickens, okay, (laughs) is this one. Uh, Orthodox Muslims will no doubt be killed by the Antichrist. Orthodox Muslims, now listen, Orthodox Muslims will no doubt be killed by the Antichrist. Is that true or false? Is that true or false? Yes, that's the question I put on the table. Okay, uh, Orthodox Muslims will no doubt be killed by the Antichrist okay, if they're on the earth during the tribulation period. Is that true or is that false? I'm waiting for your answer. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And of course, any question you have about the Word of God, uh, it's welcome here. All you've got to do is call that number, area code 866-423-9578, with your question about theology, your question about Christian living, your question about biblical prophecy. That's the name of the game on the Bible Talk program. Waiting for you to call. And our phone lines are wide open right now. So you can call with whatever is on your mind. And we encourage you, if you like this program, if you're listening to it, first of all, to call. I am here for you. And also to support this ministry by sending donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. And make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much if you would do that and keep this program going. Okay? Also, we encourage you to come to our Monday night Bible study. On Tuesdays, we have a prophecy class uh, where a lot of people are there. Uh, because why? Because people are interested in the end times. And uh, no doubt, not enough, enough teaching in that area is going on. We have, in fact, we have Bible studies all during the week at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, what you really need to do is call area code 313-933-9270, area code 313-933-9270, and give us a call, and you can find out about these Bible studies and uh, see if you can uh, find yourself in one of them because they definitely can benefit you. Now, understand, the classes that we teach are not just for our church members. They're for anybody who wants to attend, all right? So if you're interested in learning more about the Bible, about apologetics, about Christian living, about the kingdom of the cult, then Strictly Biblical is for you. And definitely our Bible studies and our Monday night Bible study every Monday from uh, 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 7 o'clock to about 8.30, about an hour and a half. You can handle that. We look to see you there. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. 
Since Canada legalized euthanasia, the heavy-handed government has been trying to force unwilling doctors, individuals, and organizations to participate in the killing, or at least refer patients to someone who will. The British Columbia government is requiring medical facilities that receive 50% or more of their budget from the government to participate in euthanasia. Delta Hospice said no. Instead, it would honor its founding philosophy to not kill patients. Delta offered to give up enough funding to be lower than 50% so that it could honor life at its end. However, an ideological and agenda-driven government may want to force the hospice to engage in euthanasia. I'll be watching this development and let you know if things change. For more information, visit our website at lifeissues.org. And stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. MotorCityHelpWanted.com salutes the employee of the month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Uh, hey, Dave. Yeah, Mr. Employee of the Month, angry face, snoozy face. I've noticed you're using a lot of emojis and reports lately. Sure have. Smiley face, cat with hard eyes, thumbs up. Dave, they're just really hard to understand. What do you mean, confused face, thinky face? First, I don't think you're supposed to say them out loud like you do. That's what you think the other Daves love it, right, guys? Thumbs up! Smiley face! Goes with tongue out! See? Okay, look. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Chris McCourtney for Salem Surround, the digital marketing solution that keeps growing by leaps and bounds. The reason? Strategies. Everybody out there has all the digital advertising products your business wants, but the strategies you need, well, as a small business owner, you're on your own. Enter Salem Surround. We're more than products. We design a comprehensive digital strategy with the components you can't find anywhere else, branded audio. How about we target your best customers with proven digital tactics, lead them down the customer journey, and introduce them to you. Tell your story. Sell your product with branded audio. You're tired of digital products being pitched at you. It's time for our one-stop digital marketing partner. Let's talk about your strategy today. Go to SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. This is Pastor Moss. If you're interested in studying the Bible and want to know how to defend it, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries Monday Night Bible Study and Apologetic Study is for you. We will take you into systematic theology, the kingdom of the cults, and the occult. Every false teaching will be exposed for what it is, a tool of the devil. Free handouts will be given on every teaching. Also, it will feel like you're in seminary or Bible college. But there's no tuition. All we ask for is a donation. Come this Monday to the Monday Night Bible and Apologetic Study at 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at open at 7 p.m. Bring your sword, that is your Bible, with you. Call area code 313-933-9270.
All right, what I was talking about, the Monday night Bible study, show up there, and you will not regret having come. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578. Let's go to Warren and talk to Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hi, Pastor Moss. How are you? Really good. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. All right. Okay, I have a question for you. Uh Uh-huh. I've read what they said, um, the one that are dead in Christ will be raised first when Christ comes back, and the Uh ones that are yet alive will be caught up up in the air in the twinkle of an eye in the rapture. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, my question is, they said the ones that are dead in Christ will be raised first. So say a person die right now, where do they go now if they die right this second? This well, minute? if a what person dies right this minute, and uh, it's so interesting, the thing that's so interesting about this, Sarah, is the Bible covers it all. It covers almost every aspect of it. That is um, in, in, uh, in uh, what you call like systematic theology, where when you put the mm-hmm. verses together on these subjects. Um, over in Second Corinthians chapter uh, 5, uh, it's real clear. Absolutely clear. It says this. First, I'll start at verse 7, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Now, here we go. The answer to your question. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord. Okay? So what happens is the moment that we die, of course, our bodies are buried in the grave, typically, right? But our soul right. and spirit go immediately into the presence of the Lord. Uh, remember what... Uh, uh, Jesus said in Luke 23, when he's about to die, he said, into uh, thy hands I commit my spirit. When Jesus died, mm-hmm. his spirit went immediately to heaven. He was with the Father. What happened later mm-hmm. was, and what that is called, when you die and your spirit and soul go to heaven, your body goes into the ground, uh, what theologians call it is the intermediate state, right? Because your soul and spirit are separated from your body. What happens, though, what happened to Jesus was he rose from the dead, didn't he? Right. Right. He rose from the dead because his soul and his spirit were reunited with his body in the grave, and he rose in a glorified, resurrected body. That's exactly the same kind of thing that's going to happen to us. So immediately all of the people who died, they, you know, Jesus said you already passed from death into life. So what he meant by mm-hmm. that was you go to heaven the moment that you die. Your soul and spirit is there. All you're waiting for is for your body to be changed and uh, to get a body like Jesus's. In fact, over in 1 John chapter 3, here's what it says as well on that same subject. First uh, John 3 and 1, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knows us not, because it knew him not. Then listen to this. Uh, Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it shall not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when we shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Okay. So in other words, we're going to be changed and we'll be in bodies just like Jesus. Our soul and spirit, which are in heaven, will be reunited with our body and we'll be transformed. We'll have resurrected, glorified bodies, and in those bodies, we will dwell in heaven forever. Okay, I kind of thought that, but I couldn't explain it the way you were explaining that. I I understand it better. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And believe me, guys, when I tell you, the Bible answers all the questions. It really does. Once you understand what that Bible is talking about, 
systematic theology, one of the most important subjects to study. It brings it all together for you. Let's go to Judith in Belleville. Hello, Judith. Hi, Pastor Mellon. How are you? How you doing? I'm good. You always have such good questions. <laughs> I try. But um, before, we, before we start, love the answer for um, you just answered that lady. That was excellent because that was one of my thoughts. I was going to ask you that question one of these days. <laughs> but thanks for answering it. That was good. So my, I want to, um, since I don't want to, we don't want to be considered chickens, so <laughs> I'm going <gonna>, to <laughs> see if I can answer your question. I don't know if I have it. Okay. But my, before I answer the question, I want to ask you a question. Yes. Um, who or what are Orthodox Muslim? What do they believe in? And then I can answer my, your question. Okay, here you go. You're right. That is a term. Now, now you're, no, you smart, girl. You smart. The first thing is you want to <laughs> I love you. You have to clarify the question, right? You got to know exactly what you're talking about. Because there are groups that when we say orthodox now, we don't mean orthodox like they're Christians or believing sound doctrine like we do. Uh, The Muslims have groups that they would call cult groups. They would call us cult groups, and they would call Sufi Muslims cult groups. So pretty much here, what we're dealing with... uh, uh, but, but, but still, there's something that Orthodox Muslims must do. Now, here's the biggest clue, because, see, you're smart. You're too smart, Judith. You got a clue out of me, so I'm going to give it to you. There is something that all Orthodox Muslims must say, okay? And it's called the Shahada. What is it that they must say to be a Muslim? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I haven't studied Muslim, but I just know that they believe in that Allah, their God, and whatever else. But, but I heard you talking about some stuff about Muslim, but... Um, I, as we know, it is a cult because it's not. They don't believe that Jesus is God. They, they don't believe that. That believe that I believe that he's a man, right? Uh, right, exactly right. They call him a prophet, but they do not believe that he's the son of God. They deny the incarnation. Uh, so you're exactly right. right. So here's the thing: if they are that wedded to their belief, because like you say, they believe in Allah. Okay, they don't believe in Jesus Christ. In fact, in the Quran, it says, "Cursed be upon you if you say that uh, you know God has a son and, is, and you know Jesus is the son of God." But what do you think? Do you think that Muslims who would who believe uh, in Allah—that's the only God they can believe in—what uh, uh-huh. do you think the Antichrist is going to do with them? Right. So this this was that was my what I wanted to um, specifically um, make sure that they believe in. So my what I think is that um, you know. They might not, some might die, but they might not die because he needs an army to fight against the saints of God for that last battle, on the battle of Armageddon. So I would think that he would um, recruit them to be on his side, because more than likely they might be doing the, taking the, the mark, the 666 or whatever. So he probably recruit them for his army to but, fight against But do the you think the that the Antichrist is going to recruit someone who fails to recognize him as God? In the book of Revelation, it says that if you do not take that mark of the beast, you die. Nor will you yes. be able to buy or sell. Right, right, right. So that's what I'm saying. If they don't take the 666 mark, they're going to die. Okay. And so Orthodox Muslims, because what, what, what I'm saying is, if you follow the Antichrist as a Muslim, based on what we know about what they believe now, then you're not a Muslim anymore. Once you deny, in fact, uh, according to the Shahada, the first thing that every Orthodox Muslim, Sunni Muslim, Muslim must say is this, that Allah only is God and Muhammad is his prophet. That's what you you have to say. And so 
if they say that, then no doubt this possible. Now, yes, some may, not. yeah, some may chicken out, but those who really say that, they would be killed, right? Right, right. Okay. So to answer to your answer to your question, then yes, they're going to die. Give her an applause. I agree with her on that. I agree with her on that. Yeah. And and I bring that up just to recognize. Uh, people need to realize that other religions will still be around, okay, when the, when, the, mm-hmm. uh, when the Antichrist is here. Now, we know Christians are going to be persecuted because they, you know, they're not going to, uh, they're going to confess Jesus Christ. But there's some others that right. might go along with it, and that just opens up our mind for a lot of interesting thought. You are a scholar for today, hon. Thank you. All right, that's Judith in Belleville. Got the women on the job. We're going to talk to Minister Grace in just a minute. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. This is Dan Proft for townhall.com. Big government Democrat politicians are happy to be puppets of corporate interests so long as the strings don't show. They need rhetorical deniability for the campaign trail. Similarly, Democrat primary voters generally embrace socialism by any other name so long as you don't lay bare the repressive implications. They, too, need rhetorical deniability so they may continue to tell themselves they are the true heirs of American values or the thing, as Joe Biden affectionately terms it. Bernie Sanders flamed out on Super Tuesday because he couldn't keep the revolutionary in him under wraps on 60 Minutes two weeks earlier. Rather than sticking to his fairy tale of socialism as harmonious Nordic-style communal living, Sanders let his true self show in the form of cringeworthy praise for Fidel Castro's literacy program in communist Cuba. Democrat primary voters came to Bernie Sanders for the free goodies, but they couldn't stay for the gulags. I'm Dan Proft. Alliance Defending Freedom, Protecting Religious Liberty. Click on the banner at townhallreview.com. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage. NMLS ID 128231. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer not available in Washington. Call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. You see it on TV every day. Global turmoil. But these international events help keep interest rates low and may even drive them lower. In response, we at Cash Call Mortgage have lowered our interest rates for the new year. And that's great news for homeowners. If you have a current rate above 2.99%, Call us to see how much you can save. If you qualify, we'll even pay your closing costs. And we can close your refi in as fast as 20 days with no upfront deposit. With our low interest rates and no closing costs if you qualify, there's never been a better time to lock in a low rate before it's gone. For a free quote, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call 800-990-6947. That's 800-990-6947. 800-990-6947. Death is often an uncomfortable subject, especially when we consider our own mortality. But Friday on Truth For Life, Alistair Begg urges us to think soberly about our lives and the legacy we leave behind. A challenging message Friday on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit.
That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Let's go to our Minister Grace in Roseville. Hello, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, Pastor Moss? Great, great. What is on your mind? Well, I'm basically trying to get some clarity on what the other caller was saying about um, the, uh, you know, we sh- we're going to, when we die, where do we go? Uh-huh. Because there seems to be a disparity concerning those scriptures, because sometimes Jesus said, she, the, the little damsel is asleep, and they laughed him to scorn. So where was she? He said she was asleep. Then there are scriptures that say they uh, are asleep in the dust. Mm-hmm. Then there's another scripture where the Lord says, um, um, we shall not all sleep. And then during, I guess, the rapture period, some will, you know, the dead in Christ will rise first. Well, let me answer. So let what, me answer. Yeah. Well, well, what, it's not a disparity. It's not a disparity, actually. What happens is sleep refers to death. Right. The, right. So therefore... But if death is described as sleep, that means you will be awakened from death. Yes. Yeah. So what dies, the, the spirit and the soul don't die, okay? The spirit and the soul, just as it says in Second Corinthians 5 and 8, right? To be absent from the body, and this is the, what we have to d- deal with, right? To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So, yeah, but that's what, what one of so the what does that mean? What does that, what does that, no, that's a, no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. All the Bible is the word of God. True. All of it, okay? And so it also says that people are asleep and that he but wait, but we went, we went over that, we, but wait, we, we already established that. Jesus died, he was buried, but his soul mm-hmm. and spirit went, he said, into thy hands, I commit my spirit, okay? My spirit, We, we also see but, in the transfiguration. We see Moses. Wait, wait, I'm still talking. I'm still talking. We also see Moses and Elijah speaking to Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration. They both, Moses had died, Elijah hadn't, but yet he was there. Okay. So all I'm saying is the spirit continues. Then it's reunited with the body. That's what's called the intermediate state. And in fact, let me give you one more, and you comment on this, where over in the book of Revelation, we have a, fanta- a fascinating passage which illustrates the, uh, the same thing to us. In uh, Revelation chapter uh, 6, verse 9. Now, look at this. This is where it says, this is happening in heaven. It says in Revelation 6, in verse uh, 9, And when he had opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain. Okay? So, it illustrates the point again. The souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. So, if they were slain, then they're dead. But yet, at verse 10, and they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? And white robes were given unto every one of them, and it was said unto them, They should rest yet for a little season until their fellow servants also and their brethren that should be killed as they were should be fulfilled. So here were those who were killed during the tribulation period. Okay, their bodies were buried, but their souls and their spirit were with the Lord, and they were talking with him in heaven. 
So what's happening there if it's not that, you know, when you die, your spirit and soul uh, don't well, go to heaven? Well, that's a whole other context. That's the tribulation. Well, explain thing. to me what's happening there. Yeah, you're right. I know it's a tribulation. That's a tribulation thing. So then, so then the tribulation. So then, then evidently, then you're you're conceding a point. It doesn't matter whether it's tribulation saints or not. It says, and when you I open, mean, listen, listen. Let me let me give you. You explain he this can to do me. What he wants. Right, and that's why you can go to he- your soul and spirit can go to heaven because God does what He wants, and that's exactly yeah, but what he happened. Also said- they sleep in the dust. They, these guys were the dead in Christ shall rise first. But ri- what the rise is talking about, but what the resurrection is talking about, is the resurrection of the body. Yeah? That's what that's talking about. Just like in Luke's yeah. case, yeah. Just yeah. like in uh, uh-huh. Lazarus's case, where he said that Lazarus wasn't dead, but he's sleeping. Even though he was dead, he said he's sleeping because his yeah, soul was still active. That was my point from the beginning. Okay. They, they're asleep, and they, he didn't say they're No, when he God says sleep, though, sleep refers, sleep refers to the body, not to the spirit or the soul. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, but if once again, yeah, well, I, I'm, I hear you, but what you have to explain to me is this. You can't just say this is the tribulation period, because if it happened once, then that means it's what happens. And it says, when I saw, listen, listen, yeah, it is, but still, if it happened in the tribulation period, why wouldn't it be running through the whole Bible? So if the argument because is... God, it, that's what he wants to do for the tribulation, where they're looking up from the altar, then that's God. But, but, that, well, but, but even... No, no, no. But what you saw in the Bible before this was Second Corinthians five and eight, where it says to be absent from the body is to be present yes. with the Lord. You saw that too, and you saw that before you saw this in tribulation. Okay, so it's real clear that it's something that runs throughout the Bible. Okay, that the soul and spirit go to be with the Lord. And another passage as well. It is not the soul that dies. Okay, sleep because it's you know the the body is what sleeps in the grave, but it's real clear in the Bible. Uh, that, as the Bible says, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Uh, and, boy, I'm out of town. Out of time, out of time. But let me read this scripture quickly, James 2.26. For as the body without the spirit is dead, okay, so faith without works is dead. It's the body that dies. Soul and spirit continues on. That's what the Bible says. I thank her for calling it. All of you, I'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.